Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. This is the Ambiance Podcast, bringing you culture over coffee with a splash of controversy and a spoonful of critique. Join us. Welcome back to the Ambiance Podcast. Or welcome for the very first time if you didn't join us last time. We are in the lovely King's Cross near Granary Square um, and I have a filter coffee from Notes Coffee Shop. I am drinking some turmeric, grapefruit, tangerine, orange hippie juice (laughs) um healthy juice (laughs) you know for the soul Mm. um that's what i'm getting into and it's got cayenne pepper in it so i had a hot shot from pray and manger on the way here and that has turmeric and cayenne pepper also so i too am a hippie it is all good (laughs) (laughs) and we are sat in a lovely location aren't we just outside google's headquarters in london in king's cross which i love this area it's pretty cool um we have a lot of ambiance. We have people, dogs. We have a weird <laughs> spring summer in the middle of autumn. Um, we have gushing, gush, gushing water sounds. Gushing water sounds. How amazing! I might edit in some really therapeutic <laughs> spa music here. Um, but yeah, we have some great topics as well, which is what we're here for. Um, we are discussing music and everything around it. I'm Dreamer. I'm Smurf and Mill. Welcome to the Ambience Podcast. Welcome to the Ambience Podcast. So recapping, the last time we we discussed, we talked about uh, what makes or what is a successful album and following on the kind of music theme as we have so far, we're talking about the the age old question, age in music. The first kind of question to tie into the age in music theme is, has music evolved so much that artists are not borrowing as much from or respectful of the history of it in 2018 music is art i think is constantly borrowing from itself um a wise man or woman i can't remember and i am paraphrasing once said that probably woman probably was a woman because we're great (laughs) i'm glad you know that (laughs) high profile feminist are you really that's why we're friends guys um no Uh, so uh, uh, somebody once said that no and i am paraphrasing but nothing is is original everything is copied you just do it better shout out to Nas no idea is original it wasn't Nas he's got a song that says that no but he referenced that yeah he did shout out to Nas Nas always finds his way in and I love Nas no hate Um, Um, what was Kanye doing in Brooklyn (laughs) well under the bridge (laughs) under the bridge in Queens in Queens get the money Um, yeah art usually borrows from itself and and the best art does it in such a way that you can see the inspiration but you can it's birth something new and I think I'm, not, I'm never mad at that. I think that the kind of the best art has notes of other art. I mean, even um, the best colors on a wall are mixed with primary and secondary colors. Everything comes from something. Um, but are we getting to a stage in 2018 where are we less and less kind of borrowing from what was amazing art and creating a new, but the new just doesn't have enough substance? Good question. Um... Do you think, is there any artists, Murphy, for you that, I mean, for me, I can list I, I can list them off, but does anybody spring to mind where that would be the case for you? I feel like the new wave, maybe hip-hop artists don't really go back to classics. First of all, it's, I think it's important to maybe clarify that, you know, sampling and stuff is a big part of hip-hop. Mm-hmm. Sampling is a fantastic um, kind of case in the point, but I think it, it does tie us to hip hop quite closely. 
But well, interesting, interesting music that you enjoy in general. When you look at EDM, which is quite a modern genre, the way that we see it today. Well, it, no, but it, then sampling's still apparent because they yeah, do it across yeah, the genres. If, like, like EDM, um, pop, mm-hmm. and pop R and B, mm-hmm. they borrow a lot of melodies, hooks, mm-hmm. um, because like a, a lot of the labels still own the rights, mm-hmm. the publishing to a lot mm-hmm. of the older artists um you hear mm-hmm. so you know like you hear it in the chris browns the jason derulos you still absolutely hear it um a lot um but i guess my question wasn't really but do you think did they carry it off or yeah, they did, did they or carry they it did? off is, is is one really important part but also taking out the people that we know are doing it is there mm. enough is music suffering because people are creating trying to reinvent the will Art is meant to be individual, it's meant mm. to be new, it's meant to be fresh. But is the issue people are shitting on yesteryear and not coming up with anything better? <laughs> I but badly want to name some names. I want to drop some people in it. Drop, but I, drop them, you know what I mean? I, mean, if, if I, you just, want. I want your opinion first. I'm always well, on my, my opinion is this. Like, I, mm. I, I, I really hate <laughs> when I hear like a Marvin Gaye mm-hmm. in a flipping pop R&B or pop track. Why? Or, We're allowed to touch it. We, we can't touch. No, no, I don't mind you touching it, but I don't feel like the song itself that it's built around is is, is is not a good song, or even pays homage to like what that original was even representing. Is this the Robin Thicke debate, or did Marvin uh, Gaye just come up? No, 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 <laughs> was, no, no. Was oh, no, 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 not in the Marvin. No, but I'm just, just, just in, just in. To me, I, I got issue with it because I don't feel that the music is of a great quality. And it's like they are utilizing the, well, I think they're exploiting, taking advantage of the popularity, you know, that, you know, certain melodies and certain songs. But hold up, because yours is potentially a different, you're answering a different question than I asked, because not respecting it and not doing justice to it is one thing, and I agree. But I'm saying has music evolved so much that people are completely abandoning the history of the substance and creating something else without referencing it. You know when when taking it back to hip-hop, you hear the hip-hop gods and the hip-hop OG saying, you know, there's no respect for the stuff that we created. Yeah. Nobody's looking at Jay Dilla. Illa Jay is kind of like a legacy act that you like him or you don't. Dr. Dre's old stuff where he sampled the soul stuff. And now they're creating all this new shit coming up with their own stuff it's a new vibe it's, and it's kind of like a one-two beat a really lame mumble but, rap but, and, and a basic melody that's but, based off of nothing so so they're doing something totally new so you're doing, saying so, so new is fine when it's done correctly is the bad new based on having no education i think i think it was um i don't know if it was snoop dogg or joe biden someone i was listening to speak the other day saying you know, the stuff is there if you want to go and find the history of this music for any new person getting into any genre you can go if you want to get into rock, you can okay. go back and listen to the rock gods. Okay, I get, if you want, I get you're If you saying. want to get into reggae, you can go back and listen to reggae. It's there. So not necessarily... Don't more or less doing your research. Reggae. Do your Absolutely. research type of thing. You're, you're calling yourself you. rock, you're reggae or hip-hop and you haven't heard an artist that represents that. How fucking dare you? I do feel that, you know, there are certain people who maybe don't study the, the greats and understand why they, why they were greats. You could apply this to and why these greats actually made the genre great. Like, and why they were great because the genre was the platform to actually amplify their talents. 
Should it that, be one of the things you have to do to enter a genre, um, do your research, or should you be fine to just run free and say, I'm, uh, I'm a reggae artist, no, I haven't heard of Bob uh, Marley? I feel, I feel like you... I do feel like at the end of the day, art, artistic expression, you do what you want at the end of the day. <laughs> Quality control is important. What if your dad never told you who Bob was and sang Bob to you, and now you're into reggae and you're running around calling yourself a reggae artist? And you, you're like, no, I don't know who Bob Marley is, but this song, Three Little Birds, is ill. That's yeah. what's happening. It's as bad as people referencing stuff. They have no... There's, there's collages of clips of, you, of mumble rappers who don't know who Master Ace is. Yeah, there are. And you, and you, and they, but they love Eminem. Yeah. Is that okay? It's I, bastardizing I, I, I the genre. I might, not, I might not expect some people may... It's appropriation like, who, of culture. Definitely, is, but, but at the same time, I may not expect someone to who loves Eminem because he's so popular to understand, like you know how your favorite he, rapper's favorite rapper. Like, yeah, like I, they might not, they might not have listened to a slick Rick. They might not mm-hmm. even know. They might not even get Eminem's Cool Keith references. I like, get, I guess, but I get, <laughs> and that's you. This this returns back to what makes what is a successful album. You know, we talked about because you don't get it. Mm then is it whack? Yeah, of course. Eminem's, um, it, I, I'm sorry, guys. If hip-hop is what, or Nas is what Smurf always references, then Eminem is somebody that I reference. He's I don't always reference Nas. <laughs> you do. You're, you have a bromance with a guy you've never met. Chill out. Uh, chill out. Um, chill his out. little name's probably Nazi. Change chill, it by default. Chill out. <laughs> is there enough shit music based on the fact that people don't know what the genre is meant yes, to be? Yes, there is. <laughs> the game, listen, money messes up everything. And when people see success and they think, okay, this works for me, and they don't need to go back to slip ricks and all... But what it does to the culture is the bigger bigger issue. I think you can immediately kind of be successful without having studied that. I think that's absolutely fine. But if you look at any artist of any, any kind of genre outside of music, if they don't know their history and they start creating, they become lost, I think, as an artist. A lot of people are referencing every modern artist or kind of, you know, expressionism. When you look at the different types of art, mm. it's kind of referencing something else that they're inspired by, whether it's a muse they have, so in the form of a person, whether it's another artist, it's like Warhol and Basquiat, who I love that connection, but even the stuff they were, like Basquiat's stuff's based on African art, and then when you go back, it's, so I think somebody like Kanye West and um, apologies guys for even referencing this guy in this yeah, he's, he's, he's banned from this podcast going, <laughs> I'm not going editing forward. this shit out he's but banned. somebody like Kanye West I think does a fantastic job of going back in the archives but not just from music just from everything he's interested in and that's why the music's so great I think any artist that is so great does the same I, I find it hard to name an artist who I think is so great who doesn't who, who's never done that sometimes it goes to an immediacy of the lineage or what was the predecessor and mm-hmm. it's like when the lineage gets filtered mm-hmm. and more fil- I remember like Ghostface was was getting crazy like he was getting so upset with um Laffy Taffy by the f- is it was it the franchise boys is it uh, that? I think that was franchise yeah franchise like, like, like yeah. when all that wave started coming in like a lot of those and this was years ago this is exactly. just like a lifetime ago he and, getting- and, he, and he was upset because he, he's saying like he could tell where hip-hop was going whereby <laughs> you know nobody's looking back mm-hmm. this is this is this is, you're actually changing it's like a whole paradigm shift of the culture for every legacy that's not referenced something is lost 
Atlantis, you know, the lost, the, the lost <laughs> under the ocean city, um, and infrastructure, or even Machu Picchu, just anything that isn't referenced and then is built upon. It's like a fucking Indian burial yard, and then you build up new, new houses on, and then everybody dies. <laughs> like there's something that you had, there's something lost for everything that you don't reference because yeah. there's a whole segment of history that you don't even know your now your existence is being influenced by. Rappers do your Peru research, you know, you <laughs> try to get Machu Picchu back on the map. <laughs> There's an argument that some of the music out today, mm -hmm. it's its own genre. It may be influenced by hip-hop or rap or whatever, but it's its own genre altogether. Sorry, I know, like, I'm I going back to hip-hop. but I, um, do, I do think it's an evolution because that's the whole point of referencing back. Mm. The term evolution can't exist if you're not referencing something that it's evolving from. So I feel as though even if it isn't hip-hop or isn't rock or isn't, metal or whatever it is does evolution mean better no no evolution means change mm. evolution means change i mean evolution's happened in that we're so cosmopolitan as a people but some people like trump and republicans and conservatives don't want evolution of that of that social economic status <laughs> next topic is do people appreciate or discount uh fresh or legacy collaborations or would they rather see the original avengers assemble meaning when you see kind of ti and he's on a record with chipmunk from london or you see um any legacy act snoop dogg jumping on with nipsey do people care or want that or are we happier when like clicks the old groups get back together you know you see cube make something and it's produced by dre you see eminem and you see you know um one of the boys from d12 or you see him with royce 59 i'm i'm happy and i'm open to seeing new collaborations but i will not lie when the original avengers assemble mm. i'm there i'm there when the product because it, it fits and it's not just because i'm biased it works because it's smooth and there's no working at it it's rare that i've seen two legacy acts or two new acts even conversely do something together and it doesn't work when royce as soon as bad met evil again oh let me tell you as soon as fast lane dropped whew, even caterpillar even not alike on the album. I think these are all standouts. Even before, and then I listen back to um, what's the difference? And I'm like, yeah, that, it works. And Does M work with Dre? Does he now? No, just in general. Do you think him Does and Dre? Does it work? Yeah, they 100%. Come at me, bro. Uh, but no, no, no. Oh. No, no, no. <laughs> but I'm saying like, at the time when M came out, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? M wasn't Snoop. M wasn't NWA. One, this is a, that's a fantastic point to make. Um, so that new bond built into something new, and that's it, and now that's it, now that's seen as something that's okay. But going back to the first thing, is it still working today though? Was was Dre referencing enough of the old stuff and still sampling in a way back then with Eminem that made it work? Yes. Is that happening now when Takashi Six Nine works with Fifty Cent or whoever it is he's on? No, I don't feel as though. I think that like when they were doing it before, they were still doing it in a way that was clever for the genre, and I and I don't just mean hip hop. It's like it right, works in, in, in grime. It works, I think. Tell me, it, tell me who's who's doing it in grime that it's working uh, it's, versus it's, when it hasn't. You need the opposite. Uh, I don't think there's nothing in grime that like I see in grime. They all every, anybody who's an up and coming up and comer. They always seem to collaborate with um. With the legacy a, act. With a legacy act, like you know. And it why, works. Yeah, why? What? Like Wiley? Wiley? You know, what I mean. Wiley, Shout out a, to Wiley. Big love I mean? for Wiley. Like, Eskimo. 
Wiley, Getz, well, formerly known as Ghetto, but you know, I remember when Getz was, or Kano, Kano and Maxa went, I know Maxa ain't really popped off maybe how they wanted to pop off, but you know, and this goes with like MCs and producers, like especially in grime, the legacy acts will like, so Getz, I ain't saying you mad old or nothing like that, neither, neither are you Kano, but I'm just saying, He's we'll coming be, for you, Getz, yeah. Kano, <laughs> Does it always work when it happens? Sometimes it's a little bit awkward. And I feel as though, just because it has worked before, like Kano working with a new act, I think there's more, more times in music where it's been a little bit awkward or the fans don't necessarily want to see. You know um, that song that I rate, um, Ain't On Nothing, with... Um, oh, Young Stunkster. Yeah, Youngin? Youngin, sorry. Youngin. Youngin. And he brought but in... the a, remix one. The remix, but even original. I listen to it. I'm not even going to lie. I run, I run to that original, right? Smurfy doesn't rate it, but that's hard. I don't know why you're Young, hating. Youngin go come for me. But I didn't... <laughs> I didn't even need... Ba- like, Bashy for me, I don't want him associating because I rate Bashy highly with a new act that's not killing it. And even though I love him on that, and I think it's a sick thing, I don't think that that collaboration was sick because Youngham was on it with the new guys. I think they have done it, but because they're ill, it worked as a track. Was it the collaboration with a legacy act and a Youngham that made that hot? Or was it just because Bashy... That, but that was the remix though. Yeah. The, the, the track was already hot from before. That's why it got remixed. So it probably didn't necessarily need that's, the Bashy. But that's the point I make. It's like, I don't think the, the track, the original or the remix is hot because of the legacy. What, what? The point I was trying to get to was, where's, where's an, um, an example of this when it's been awkward and it hasn't worked? And why has that happened? But usually, but I think like when, 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 it does, when it doesn't work, I think we got to kind of take in, we got to blame the artists themselves. Because there's certain artists who work in a certain way and you kind of know their patterns. Um, I don't think any of the people on Grand Hustle worked with T.I. <laughs> but I think T.I. made an amazing project in Dime Piece and, his, and Urban and all the albums before. Why don't the new acts work with someone so good? But it works when he goes back to the, the lab. T.I., I remember when Travis Scott first came out, like, they did some good shit together. Forgot the name of the song that exactly. video when they're in. No, no, no. But that was that was the. But listen, you see that song that you can't uh, remember. Yeah. No, nah, nah, I can't listen to a lot of shit. But like, you know what I mean. And Travis Scott's just not really on my radar like that. But like, no, I'm not like I know of. But I'm just saying like, I'm not crazy. I don't. I'm not a stand like that. But I think I don't want us to be literalists because we we, okay, we, okay, we throw okay. artists out and then we stick by them. But I guess the question is new art and old art merging together and the impact of that and mm. are people happier to see something it doesn't even have to be two legacy acts two new acts who come up at the same time J. Cole and Drake or you know like um, Youngin and Stormzy and you know two new acts and you see them prospering you see two legacy acts and you see them doing their thing you see Hove doing his thing you see M doing his thing um, two new female rappers Cardi and Nicki or you know two back from the deads <laughs> I won't say names <laughs> let's let's move into the next topic smurphy what's the next one have some legacy artists been forced to compete with a younger sound and what has the impact been i definitely feel as though legacy artists are constantly forced or made to compete with younger sounds which kind of ties the the previous two questions together because i feel as though Sometimes why it doesn't work, when I, the, the point of the, the order of the questions was that I wanted to kind of get to this one with, is that forcing it, forcing a square into a round hole, the reason why sometimes it doesn't work? And if you're from a certain genre and you're from the old school or you're newer, 
Logic is an example that springs to mind. Logic, I feel like, is a talented rapper. He's he tours well. He makes a lot of money. Don't start. Uh. And for some reason, he doesn't get respect. <laughs> you know, you like not everyone that can rap. You like that yeah, kind yeah, of vibe, yeah, yeah, and it's kind of yeah. like for me. As good as I know he is, I've listened to his music, the rhyme schemes, the double triples, whatever it is he's doing, I still don't want to hear from it because I feel yeah, as though... I don't, I don't think he does great double triples. Well, it's not even that... I don't I think... think I, I think he's better than a lot of people doing better than him on a mainstream. And I don't I think do. it's because... When I say better, I think like what he can do with his pen, his penship, his craftsmanship on the pen is sick. I don't agree. But many do. And I think the reason why, for me, certainly, I'm not into it is because... He's trying, he sounds like too many rappers who that style belongs to. And the influence is so heavy. It's like, you know, like when you're wearing your mum's heels. Well, maybe you don't know this Smurf. But no, no, knows. I do. You know? <laughs> <laughs> when you're wearing your mum's heels and your aunt's jacket and your grand's headscarf. I can just tell that's not your style. Um, and somebody else rocks their style. You can tell it's theirs. They're comfortable in it. Um, as nice as the dress is, not on you. I feel like sometimes a new artist is forced to compete with what's popular and a legacy act. That's why so many people sound like Drake or sound like Kanye or Wayne. Um, and then, but conversely, I feel as though sometimes when an artist I love is coming out with mumble rap or trying to sing and you were never melodic and now, I don't want that. I just want you to make what, you, what you're great at and that was why I'll come and see you. With Logic though, he's, he is actually a, a good um, example actually because I feel like he probably chooses to make music that is probably accepted or will get him get him that notoriety. That's what I feel with him. But he gets he gets trashed for it. Why would he, this be the? Tr- but he's very successful though. Yeah, but he gets trashed for it. We by talked about this in the last one. We yeah. talked about success versus how people yeah, but feel about. I've talked about, but he his career is obviously like he's still got a core fan base. Like, how did you feel about him on Caterpillar? <laughs> Smurfy hollered me and told me that Logic was on a remix to Caterpillar and Did I Know? I didn't know at the time. I checked out the track list for Royce Five9's album and I saw that. And I thought, Great okay, album, by the way, Royce. Amazing album. And I was waiting. He was going to be on a song that Eminem was on the original of. Oh my God, what is this guy? He's already tried to call J. Cole out of his name, which didn't sit well with me. Cole fan, sorry. And then I heard the remix of Caterpillar and I thought like if I had a chance to be on a song Focus where somebody would bogus <laughs> he can rap but like yeah but I'm yeah, sorry it was, I, it was, I was, it was so disappointed if I had a chance to be on a Royce song and a one that Eminem was on the original of and I'm doing my thing now I thought he was going to go crazy <laughs> who makes better music older or younger artists let's add a couple of examples to your question but think of like um, one of your favourite albums of all time. Just name me one. I would have blamed you just said Lauren Hill, Miss I knew you were going to go with it. I didn't yeah. want her to turn up, but you know it's going to be difficult. But, but, but that's, an, that's an amazing choice also. In that, in that same kind of um, vein, what of this era can compete with a miseducation of Lauren Hill album? Is there anything better in this and across genre again? No. Is there anything better in general I don't of, his own, like, of his I own era? Even, I think even the Arctic Monkeys debut is hard, is like quite hard to top. But I'm putting them against each other. I'm saying this oh. era, being the Arctic Monkeys album mm. you mentioned, and Miseducation of that era, can do they compete? Is one better than the other? I know they cross genre. Um, I've, I've Are we talking feel, about bests? I feel like 
I think Lauren Hill, I think I think Lauren Hill crushes it still. Crushes? Crushes is a big word. I think Lauren Hill crushes it. I don't it. think it's a it's a I think Lauren Hill crushes it. But if they were made at the same time. No, that's not that's not allowed. Mm, that's not baby. allowed. Nah, I think Lauren Hill crushes crushes that album. Crushes still. implies that it wins by a landslide. I feel it wins by a landslide. Then then Arctic Monkeys of this era is probably not the best. I'm talking about something that like if you didn't know who Lauren Hill was yeah. and you, and something of this era came out and that for you was lot that was miseducation. I know it's difficult because you do know yeah. of it, but it has to be something of that stature. And I'm trying to think as I talk um, of Hard. what I would of what Hard, I would bro. call that. One of my favorite albums of all time is The Chronic 2001. Yeah. Um, of that era by Dr. Dre. I think that's fucking outstanding. It's still current. How is? How did you do it? How did you do it, Andre? Um, and if I had to say one of my favorite of this era that I would put up against it, um, I would say maybe Mavis LP. Oh, um, Mark Mavis. Yeah, but I don't even want to use that as the example because that's there's all types of bias in that. But your question's a very good one and it's a bit of a humdinger because... I know. Um, I think it's subjective. I think if you're, if you're yeah, looking yeah. at it as you're not comparing and you're just looking at music oh. today versus music today um, and music of yesteryear versus itself or just music as one thing, then I think you can easily say that the, the artists of today are brilliant. But I think, I think people like Ed Sheeran, who, again, is polarizing. Some people love Ed, some people don't. But I feel as though his first album, um, I'm not talking about necessarily his vocal ability, but I think the why it extends so many genres and it reaches so many people is everybody can hear his influences. The style has been done to death. I don't think what anything Ed is doing is particularly new. I think he's got a classic album, all-time classic album. Could you put that up against the Chronic? No. Chronic will cook. That. But I'm not comparing, I just said. I'm, no, but I'm, I'm saying, like, in terms of. All right, let me ask you a question. Let's say Gregory Porter and Ed Sheeran came about at the same time. Mm. They more like, but Gregory Porter is, is like he's actually literally an older artist. Mm -hmm. Do you think that he. Oh, no, makes, sorry. When you said older, I took it to mean. Uh, both, though. The era. I mean, I mean, both, though. But well, I feel like. Know, I, feel, I, feel, I feel like when it gets to the era. Like you the might think, the, the, yeah, the error, you might, or maybe oh, no, easier. The age, the age for me is um, is easier to answer, and I feel as though that doesn't matter. It depends on the talent of the artist, because for me, when I when I say art, I always mean it as art in its wider sense, anyway, which is just all art. And my, some of my favorite artists are old and young. You know, you've got people who are in their twenties and thirties making astounding art to people that live long into their older years, and they're both they're revered equally. So I don't feel as though the age that you are. You talk about people that are savants in some way. I look at somebody like Mark Zuckerberg. I don't think you need to be older than he is to come up with something genius. So I don't think age has any bearing. Age is a number. Shouts to Aaliyah. That's cool. I like, I like that answer. It gives me hope because I'm getting old. Are older artists needed slash appreciated in hip hop compared to other genres? Do you think that we still need older ever artists in the genre making music yeah and do you think they are appreciated absolutely you do absolutely um i've we kind of have answered this in other ways i think it's this i think younger artists are appreciated as well i think we need we kind of addressed it in our 
in a, in a previous conversation that we haven't aired. About. Yeah, just just reference one thing you said in regards to first part of our our ambience show. It feels good saying that first part of our show. Mm-hmm. Um, when you was like, I could, you could you could recall snippets of someone saying, oh, they don't even know who Master Ace is. Mm-hmm. But like you know, like are uh, they is so? Do you think they'll be excited about Ghostface Killer dropping a Supreme Clientele Two album? Well, who's they? The, the I think, you think you can always, I think you can walk into a genre having known nothing about it yeah. and learn from anyone in that. I don't think people are looking for people that look like them. The whole beauty of the world today in 2018 is how mixed and how, how culturally influenced we are by everything else, from people that are hipsters to legacy it's, acts to... If you're, if you're a legacy and not mainstream, though, do you think there is a, a lot of visualisation on you? Do you think there's a lot of spotlight on you? If you're a legacy and not mainstream, like Tech 9 Tech 9 yep. Do you think people appreciate a tech nine? Of Do you think course. people a, a ghost face? Of course. It's, of course. And I think why it works so beautifully is because it's rare. And I'm thinking now, for anyone that is mainstream and legacy, to not reference those people that are not mainstream and legacy. Hove's always shouting out people that so, that are from the from the age. M's doing the same. So you think you think Tech Nine and you think Ghostface are getting new fans? Yeah, I think what happens again is when people haven't heard of Eminem before and they hear somebody like Logic, who sounds like him or features on his record. Yo, don't, I know, dis- don't I know. disrespect him. No, 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 because... He don't sound like him. When Eminem himself shouts out Hobson on a track and Hobson's mad followers who don't really respect or know M see Hobson freaking the shit out about M, who is mainstream, but some people don't listen to him or check him, they go and check him. I think, M is an I, exception, though. Yeah, but it, again, Ray let's not be, let's not be literalist. Mean? The point I'm making is, yeah, there are new fans all the time for Legacy Acts, just because the Legacy Acts themselves appreciate the people that are not mainstream and they shout them out accordingly. Okay, so you feel they are appreciated? Yeah, basically. do you not? Um, well, you know, going back to our first question, we mean, as music evolved so much, the artists are not borrowing as much from respectful of the history of the genre, such and such, like... If they're not, if a lot of if a lot of artists coming into game are not really going back to these artists that we're talking about, um, I'm not so sure, to be honest, because I don't think a lot of artists are going back and checking for these legacy acts, and I don't feel like they are as appreciated, because I don't feel like you know the effect that they brung. You know what I mean? Like, you know, Red Man's dropping some shit right now. Like, like loads of people. Like, you know, I don't know about... I don't know, like, you know, are people, like, tuned in or excited for it or understand who, like, Red Man is. Like, if he says, like, yo, I'm dropping Muddy Waters too, did they realise that, you know, like, Muddy Waters was his classic album? No, but that's always going to be the case. It's kind of like when there's a sequel to a, a movie and people haven't seen the, the older franchise because they're of a new school. But it doesn't mean there won't be eyes on it. And what tends to happen, in my opinion, is it's publicised and then the reference comes in. I mean, um, Joan Crawford and Betty Davis had a, a, a kind of an infamous feud um, throughout the years when starring in, in movie runs together. And they're recently documented. I haven't seen the series, but I heard it's brilliant. <laughs> For everybody that um, loves American Horror Story, which is produced by Ryan Murphy, 
Um, when he talks about his new show, Feud, that he's producing, and they check it out, and they may not know who Crawford and Davis are. They love Jessica Lang, they love Ryan Murphy. Suddenly, you realize what he's referencing. I think even if you're from the new school like me, I wasn't. I wasn't around in the era when those two women were popular and famous. I'm gonna know who they are, and I knew about them anyway because my mother's a huge movie buff, and my family are into old movies. The point I'm making, however, is. You're never going to always know everything from Legacy, but this, this draws back in beautifully to the first question there is. There are so many references if the new artists, the new producers, the new directors are doing it right, that you're forced to learn about where that inspiration came from. So even when Muddy Waters 2 comes out or Ghost you know, produces new music, it will be seen somewhere. <laughs> So the final question that we are moving smoothly into. You come in the game at a certain age, can you garner the same respect as a, a whippersnapper? I think you'd only be as successful as maybe your, your, your project's got to be really, it's got to really capture Would it the look audience. crazy though, if someone, if someone of a certain age, like how old before it looks crazy? Like could you pop off at 60 with the, the, the hottest album of the year? And this is their debut. It's their debut album. The thing is, they got endorsed it, by like a hove. You think genre? You think genre is important? Let's take genre out for the purpose of this. I think it's more entertaining yeah. if we take genre out. Yeah. If if somebody came in and they dropped Miseducation of of Jane Doe, yeah. same quality. Oh, that album is fire. And they were seventy. <laughs> <laughs> Does it matter if we just were oral and we didn't see um, the artist? Yeah, the music. Yeah, if you're if you're someone who's into music, you're just gonna appreciate, you're just gonna appreciate the, music. the music. I agree. And I think we we're, we're biased by our other senses, yeah. and once we start buying into it, if, I, if Eminem dropped, <laughs> not Eminem, if somebody Please. dropped um, the Marshall Mathers LP we gotta, tomorrow, we edit this M out, bro. <laughs> someone dropped LP tomorrow, and I found out it was that quality, but the guy was 80. I don't think I don't know that I would. My bias would come in mm. because part of what you you bond with the all right, artist. But, all right, maybe, Right, what if they were what if they were 44? I know, I'm being silly with age. Like, <laughs> you literally are going off a decade like each time. It depends on the music as well, because yeah. there's an element of like, I don't want somebody talking about the wrong things at the wrong age and as espe well. Especially when it's their debut. They, their they debut. might make some mistakes. And yeah, they, they might yeah. not be the I mean, full. So yeah, that's how I feel about that. We're Thank done. you for joining us again for the Ambience <laughs> like Podcast. Yeah, I am a robot. Okay. Have Thank fun. you very much, Zima. Thank Pleasure, you, Smurfy. As always. As always. Peace. Peace.